one of the interesting things that I find sort of in like uh, fantasy or sci-fi media is the, I call it the ranger archetype or the ranger styled character. Uh, you know, like, uh, I mean, Lord of the Rings, you have uh, Aragorn. Yeah, the ranger. The ranger, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, he was the OG. But then like Mandalorian, Mando. He's yeah. literally a ranger. Uh, I mean, he literally talks to animals yeah. in that one episode. Um, and then there's and then there's a uh, Geralt from from Witcher who mm-hmm. he does a lot of does a lot of alchemy. He collects plants in order to make that kind of stuff. He has extensive knowledge of uh, animals, and he's like a great tracker because his because his Witcher eyes and shit like that. Yeah. I always wondered where that like. I mean, clearly from like Aragorn, but I wonder why that is always like the cool guy like character in like every in like every media i've got a very interesting take on this because in my opinion like another one of the og rangers is batman because uh-huh. because what what makes a ranger a ranger you meet a ranger on his terms you give him enough time to prepare you can't beat him no yeah it's like if you come to a ranger on his known ground and try to fight him it's like it's he's gonna he knows everything yeah he he knows your weaknesses he knows what you are afraid of he can they're resourceful l- loners yeah yeah yeah, yeah the, the, i was worried i was gonna use it was they're very they're very resourceful um you know like the uh, i was uh, I've been, we've been playing witcher 3 over on over on our twitch channel and yeah. like uh, one of the things that I love is like you just pick up a bunch of plants, like all sorts of different flowers and shrubs and like things like that, um, and you can make just like crazy concoctions with them. Uh, there is literally an oil for like any creature that you might fight. You, there's oils for nectarphages. There's oils for beasts. There's oils for uh, I think I think there's one for spirits or ghosts mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you yeah. know, like he and and uh, there's parts of it where like you walk into a fight, you will get. You will get demolished if you do not prep for it properly. You need to take this potion and that potion. Use this oil, um, and you know that that's that's one of the things that witchers are trained to do. But it's like you know, it, it, like John said, if you give if you give a ranger uh, time to prepare, they they have thought of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just always wonder why. Like I mean, yeah, because they're so like resourceful, but like they're always the cool guy. Yeah, yeah they're always they the cool guy in it. I think you don't want to build a story around the nerd, the wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Books. Yeah, it's kind of like you think about it. It's like they're not tied down. No, it's not like when you think about knight, you're like, yeah, I'm part of an order or something like that. But it's also like with a ranger, you're like, I can just disappear. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that like the original one, Aragorn, it's like he he's he's part of the Dunedain. So it's like there's this organization, but then in the books, the Dunedain come back, and you're like, oh, you are all. Badass motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so what about MacGyver? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's he's actually, resourceful. I, that's actually genuinely a good one. Yeah. yeah. Would I compare him to be an inventor, though? Very high crafting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he, he's, def- he's definitely considered to be the uh, Pathfinder 2E new class inventor. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug. I know in the Advanced Players Guide, at least, they expanded on trap crafting for rangers. Ooh. Like, you can spec uh, your yeah. rangers into traps and snares. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, the guy all the way. Can you spec your ranger into making a, uh aircraft out of bamboo and trash bags? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in the RPG yet. <laughs> that's the level 20 ability. <laughs> Construct aircraft. <laughs> what do you need? Trash bags? I got this. 
it's just a it's like a it was like it was like a wheel with like a crank and then and then like a rod and then just like a hatchback. Just, just every top. every episode of Gilligan's Island. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of rangers, everyone knows that the beloved sidekick of a ranger is is uh, irreplaceable. Yeah. 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 Pour one out. And last episode we had a tragic death of oh Sculpt. Shitty dice rolls. It happened so fast. I yeah. know. The dice taketh two two rounds, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. Oh, yeah. good. First you round, s- you crit, had, yeah, second round. Crit fail and crit. Um, crit fail and crit fail. Yeah. yeah. A- and even with a hero point. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like that's why you have hero points is for moments like those. But like you said, the dice giveth, the dice yeah. taketh away. Yeah. He even used a hero point and yeah. it just rolled even worse. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, you know what? At that point, I guess it's. Fucking meant to be and honest. I would like to point out that that is the first official death on the DPS. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Lost the best boy. I lost a lot of money because I had a lot on Kezra. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> die. <laughs> like a lot of money. Back in the beginning, John I, is ruined. I really, yeah. I really, I really, I really like the idea that that people are like betting against Kezra himself. <laughs> I got pretty close that last on that last round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a. Got a little squeamish. And that was the thing. I, I, I even talked about it, but Adelar was like, who does he heal? He has a dying Skalt, and he has arguably his best friend who just got tore up. I, no, obviously you heal Kezra. I know, but, but it's, it's still, it's like... I think after this combat, like, as this goes, like, Benson's going to realize, like, he, I could have saved Skalt. Yeah. I could have. Yeah. But I, I, I banked on the fact that he wasn't going to crit fail a yeah. save, and I just... God Damn it! Just don't roll. Eight. Just don't roll one. Yeah, just, just don't roll once. Yeah, we'll make Benson tell Elk because I don't think Elk can actually see. Oh no, oh, Elk doesn't even know at this oh, point. It's even like, worse. Like he knows that uh, Skull is down. Like he saw, and he's just like, oh, okay. He's oh, like just gosh. dying, but he'd be okay. And, yeah, he doesn't even know imagine yet. like Adelar is just like sitting there, and he just like hears the last breath go out oh. after right after healing me. He I just know. like. Yeah, and I moved in like that last move action was so that I could use one action to use a heal spell to get Skull back up. Yeah, you know, like I was, and that's why I didn't heal him because you were right there. Yeah, but fuck, man, I know we were like two. I was like two seconds away. Like when you think about a round being six seconds, Mm -hmm. I was two seconds away from saving Skull from death. But it just. But the an even shittier thing with me, it was like I moved up and attempted to intimidate to uh, the intimidation didn't work. Yeah. So it was true. just a useless fucking turn. I could have saved Skull. Yeah. Well, we may not be able to save him, but we can avenge him. Yes, we there can. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I do want to focus We have a Benson. There. I do want to focus there on Skull as he takes his last breath and Adelar is looking at him and Skull is laying there. His body's tore up. He took so so much damage, and he sniffs at Adelar, and then you can see him sort of sniff in the direction like he's looking, searching for elk, and he eventually sniffs in the direction that elk is. He doesn't actually know where he is. He just knows that he's there, and knowing that he can still smell elk sort of gives him the pieces. He just sort of drops flashback 
We see we see Sculpt sitting outside of what looks like a bar. Just being a good boy, just sort of sitting there. Kids come up and are just like doggy, you know, and, and, and Sculpt just sort of like sheepishly takes the rough petting from a, from a small child. <laughs> yeah. Elk walks up and says, "I'll be right back." Goes into the bar. Not long after, there's a commotion coming from inside, and Skull wriggles out from where he was. He was—I uh, I, I, I don't know if he was—he was tied up or if he was just sitting there. But he sort of like stands up real quick, and he hears a commotion, and he goes in, and he sees all these people, but he doesn't see Elk. So he sort of sniffs around, and doesn't see Elk anywhere. And he just starts searching throughout the city. I have no idea where this is. He can't find elk anywhere. So he decides he's going to keep searching farther and farther out. Um, you know, dogs that are trained to, like, smell and, like, hunt and stuff like that. They sort of do this thing where they'll search the immediate area, keep searching out, outward, outward, and they'll just keep going in that direction and just, you know, sort of cover an area. And... Eventually, uh, Skult just sort of is kind of just like, well, I guess I'm kind of on my own for a bit. I guess I'll just kind of, you know, he just sort of lives on his own. He's, you know, hunting rabbits at night, and, you know, he's sort of running away from people. Eventually, he's sleeping somewhere under a tree, and he hears something creep up behind him, and he gets tackled as someone puts a sack around Skult. Hits him, knocks him out immediately, puts him in the sack. Skull wakes up later, he's inside of this bag, and you can hear a cart. It's like he's being transported somewhere. The cart opens up, and you actually see the town of Breach Hill. And guy's like, yeah, I got this dumb wolf. You want it? Because you could use it for food. I mean, if you want to keep it too, that's a you know, conversation sort of milling. The, he opens up the bag and Skulp bites the guy's hand, jumps right through it, and he's like, "You fucking dog!" And he swings Skull. He swings Skulp, still biting onto his hand, and he flings him away. And Skulp just takes the chance and just runs. Does as much as he can to get away. He was outnumbered. There was a ton of people there, and he heads north. And as he Heads north, he's just looking for, you know, a, a trail or anything like that, just sniffing through the air. And he comes upon this large stone structure. And he smells, and he smells like, it's just like gross, it's just disgusting what he can smell inside. And he finds this large door and, you know, storm starting to come in at this point. And he's like, you know, this looks like a safe structure, I've slept in these kinds of things before. And... Goblins and goblin dogs chase Skult out. They chase him down, and they grab him for a second. They stab him numerous times, just just being mean. They're not even hunting him, just being mean to him. And eventually, you see another goblin come out, and she goes, "Leave it alone. Just leave it. It's fine." Goblins eventually pull their goblin dogs off of off of Skult and. 
Skull limps away, getting ready to lick his wounds. And here, chink! As he, into, as he steps into a bear trap. And he tries to struggle out of it, but the more he struggles, the more it hurts. And eventually he's just so weak, he just falls over to his side. He comes to again, but a very familiar smell is what awakens him. As he looks up, his tail starts wagging as the figure approaches, and it's Elk. There again. He found his best friend. Reminds me of the episode of Airbender with Appa, where he's like lost from Aang. Oh, yeah. Where do you think I wrote that from? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that a long time ago when nice. we were watching it. You know, <laughs> Tales of All Saints. So, when we started this podcast over a year ago now, and like I'd listen back to the episodes, and I, I remember when we came across Skult in that bear trap, when all of us came across him. And I, di- I didn't think about it at first, but when I re listened that episode, like months and months ago, I was like, wait a second. Why why was Skult in a trap? If that's his animal companion, mm-hmm. why was mm-hmm. he in a trap? And I always meant for Adelar to ask Elkwood about that, but I just it just the time never seemed right. And I just was always wondering, you know? Well this this whole thing like people don't think about animal companions that much just because they're there. But they're as much part of the group as any other person. Mm-hmm. It's like they're participating. And it's it's like the way people look at pets. Because they pets don't understand the world. We do. Yeah. So we are responsible for them. And the second a, a, an animal companion or a pet, like, they die. And it was like, they didn't know what they were signing up for. No. So yeah. this, in my in my humble opinion, this has been the first genuine failure of... Our group. Yeah. We lost one of our members. Yeah. But as Kelly said, can't save Skull, but you can avenge him. Yeah. Yeah. We ended last episode on Elkwood's turn. Yep. So it is still your turn, Elk. Yeah, and he, I would say, like, there is the connection that he has with his animal companion, but he doesn't realize the, mm, the, what would it be called? Kind of like that, he doesn't know, He like, he knows he got hit hard, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know that he fully died. Yeah, yeah, you, you, so, you feel, you feel like he... You feel like a pang, like yeah. something hit hurt, and he's just like, I need to get over there right now. But mm-hmm. there's this thing that is completely devastating people right now. Like, he saw Kezora get lit up, like, and hell, just like that attack before, like the sheer amount of fire. And So at this moment, he is going to take two of his fingers and just pull back the bowstring for a two action shot to give himself a plus two attack. Uh-huh. Oh, 16 on the die. Nice. That's a lot better. Um, so that'll be a 16 plus that, so 32. To hit. Nice. 32 will hit. Oh yeah. And that's his hunt prey. Uh, 
13 points of damage as a arrow flies into this thing's back. All right. And he is going to get out of the position he's at right now. Okay. And drop down to the floor with okay. a, I guess, a move action. Like, he's just going to... Oh, yeah, yeah, you just drop. Yeah. And, it, like, once again, he does not know this state, but he is, like, there's just a, f- like, fury right now. Mm-hmm. And his turn is over. All right. Uh, it comes back to, uh, her name was the uh, Rajarak. Uh, she sees Vincent intimidating her and does not want to hear those words from you anymore. Let's go. Uh, all right. So, gonna use Draconic Frenzy. Okay. First attack. Uh, that'll be a 34. Yep, that hits. Oh, right. gosh. Raising shield, by the uh, way. Right. Uh, oh, you use your shield block against it. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, 14 points of piercing. Give me one second to pull up my health. That's fine. I can roll the fire damage, because okay. it probably won't affect you. Go ahead. All right. Uh, six points of fire. Okay. Got all that damage reduction in one turn. <laughs> and that was 13 points of piercing? Right. Yep. Okay. Alright, and then the claws. Let's see. Okay. Uh, that will be a 28. That hits. Alright. And that is. Uh, 12 points of damage. Um, and then a uh, 25. That hits. All right. That mate meets the AC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 14 points of damage. Woo! That's a lot. Yeah, Draconic Frenzy is Ter- very, very bad. Two action. One more time. Points. How much damage was that last one? Uh, what did I say? 13? 13. 13. Yeah, I'm not looking good. Alright. It is Adelar's turn. Alright, Adelar looks behind him. He j- Actually, no, he, like, he was running to Skalt and just sees, like, he's just too late. And, you know, Adelar, he doesn't get attached to much, but he had a soft spot for that doggo, and he just... He's... He's pretty upset, um, but he's, you know, typical of Adelar. He's going to redirect those those feelings into something else. And uh, at, fir- at first, he's going to roll a knowledge check on the, on the creature. No creature. Yeah. I don't know, 18. Uh, not enough. All right, so not knowing enough about it, uh, he's going to do what he does best and cast a two-action heal on old Benson Black. I appreciate it. Keep rolling rocks, my guy. <laughs> That's 44 ports of healing. Fuck! Oh, God, you're a monster. I almost grabbed your phone. Oh, no. You're a monster, my guy. Yeah. I love it. 44? Yep. And that, uh, and that's Adela's turn. All right. Uh, Kezra, you are invisible. 
Everybody in the battle hears some draconic chanting coming from nowhere. And then Benson, suddenly your your muscles tighten up. Oh no. And uh, suddenly everything around you seems to be moving just a little bit slower. <laughs> you have been hasted, my friend. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I want to scream, but I shouldn't. <laughs> All the microphones. Your, your muscles are twitching with just like extra energy. Oh my god. And you just, god. everything just around you is moving just a little bit slower. I fucking love both and of you. You gain one more stride or strike action each oh, turn yeah. for one minute. I'm going to shred this motherfucker. <laughs> Now with the strike, is it still multiple attack penalty stuff? Probably. Yeah. No, it's okay. Wait, isn't it just two regular and then you go into your? No, you, you uh, when you're hasted, it, ge- it gives you one. It gives you one action at the top. So. Two tops and then you go into the. It, it doesn't affect your multiple attack penalty. You just gain an extra action that yeah. you can use to either strike or strike. Okay, so it doesn't affect multiple attack penalty. No, it does okay, not. Okay, right. right. But like, you could, cool But now you can move more yeah. since you're so slow. Exactly. Or you can just go for natural. Yeah, natural. Points. Natural. Yeah. Points. Yeah. yeah. Or like you know, using zeal, which costs an action. Yeah. Yeah, you still have two attacks. You can use with that. Yep. Well, it is Benson's turn. Oh yeah, Benson, knowing. And feeling his friends are at his back, he will use every single one of his actions to try to destroy this stupid yes. fucking thing. And since I've got a free one... The Kesar just moved? Okay, he did. Yeah. Oh, he's in I mean, <laughs> Kesar moved, but he's invisible, so what does it matter? <laughs> yeah, true, true. I, was Benson, just, I saw him as... Way to spoil the surprise there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Benson will, knowing... Trusting that his friends are at his back, will use his second point to use zeal. That's definitely gonna fucking hit. <laughs> so twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. That will hit. Oh yeah. Okay. A little unfortunate with the rolling. Um. 14 points of damage. Well said. 14? Okay. So, next attack. Probably gonna miss. Um, yeah. Six, uh, 14. Uh, yeah, miss. Last attack. Um, well, no, that's not gonna happen. I don't know. It's minus 10, right, for the third one? Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. I mean, you have another action. You're hasted. He, he I, cast I, I cast Oh, right, 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 right. All right. Benson getting a solid strike off. Uh, Elk, it's your turn. Okay. So he, he is now dropped down. He's going to quick draw his Erlvin Curve Blade. So he is going to move here. Okay. Uh, right, first action. About 10 feet behind... Uh, can't be behind the creature, so yes. yeah, got it. Uh, so he is there. He is going to then take another move action to. Can, uh, can I five foot step diagonally? Is that a thing, or is it? I, it's it, 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 yeah. It, it just yeah. cost an action, so you. Okay, uh, I just wasn't sure because I know like the weird distance thing. Yeah, it's every other, so you're fine. Okay, so he's going to step into here, okay, right next to Kezra. 
and he is going to lash out with his Elvis Curblade. Like, right. he, once again, still has no idea, but he is just like this weird cold fury in his eyes. Uh, fucking hell, man. Um, that's an 18. That's a lot of 17, sorry. 17 total? Yes. Okay. Alright, yeah, yeah, there's a miss. He rolled a fucking three. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, it comes back to her turn. Um, yeah, she's just Hit gonna me. go. Come on, come on. She's gonna go right for Benson Hit here. Me. Uh, say 34 to hit. Hits. Oh, Ray shield. Alright. Not a crit, though. That's good. Yep, not a crit. Uh, no. 13 points of piercing damage. Okay. That was the bite. Uh, and then 6 points of fire. Okay. How's your shield looking at this point? <laughs> Pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Second attack, uh, first claw attack, so it's agile. Uh, 20 total. Miss. Wow, okay. That literally would have hit, like, anyone else. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. it would have. And then after that, it comes to uh, 22. Miss. Miss. Wow. Better round. Yeah, that was a very good round. Benson is is understanding this thing's attack and like just hit 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 and he sees a claw coming in and just bats it away with his shield. She's like, I've got your fucking number now. <laughs> nice. It comes to Adelar. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. You know, I'm still, still. I gotta, gotta find out more about this thing. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. All right, here goes. Come on, Adela. Uh, for knowledge checks, I just roll crap. I, I don't know why you're doing so bad. Dude, oh. as long as you roll rocks for healing. <laughs> Is that a hint, John? I could use some. <laughs> uh, I really want to do something else. Though. Can you imagine how much harder this fight would be if there wasn't a wall around the fucking pillar? Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Every turn. Yep. Blind. Blind. You no, know, I think I am going to do something else. That's fine. That's At the fine. risk of perhaps uh, killing Benson. No, no. I'm, okay, I'm going to okay. be fine. Just do your thing. Um, all right. So from... from uh, So actually, you see, you see that the creature... Um, it looks like maybe like a combination of like smoke and darkness start pouring out of the creature and you see it actually flow towards Adelar and I need you to make a fortitude save. Ooh. Uh, okay. Making you roll. I know. Which is fortitude is probably. Oh, good. hold on a second. Whoa. It says attempt a ranged spell attack. Okay. Oh, okay. I should do that first. All right, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you know, it, it's good to read spells, right? <laughs> <laughs> huh, yeah, every once in a while. Oh my gosh! No, don't do it. Uh, that was. Bubble. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy! <laughs> Magic fumble. Magic fumble. It would work out if you just forgot. Well, <laughs> oh. this is the worst. Interesting. Okay. Train strange transfergence. Lose one prepared spell or spell slot determined randomly by the GM. Hmm. Your target 
can cast the spell on their next turn, even if they can't cast what? spells using your spell level, spell what? attack and modifier, and spell DC. Well, guess what? So you choose one of Tim's spells that it can cast uh, next randomly, turn. Randomly, randomly. Yeah, randomly. <laughs> okay, how the hell do we want to do this? All right. If he gets uh, healed, we're fucked. <laughs> like, oh my god. This is this well, is bad because I have a fair, lot of. He didn't he didn't prepare any heal spells because that is part of his healing. Font. Yeah. Okay. So, so luckily yeah, we're not going to get that. That's we're going right, to get yeah. some other crazy oh. Adalar spell thing though. Oh, this uh, monster suddenly okay. gains forty right. fucking so hit points. You have you have first through third level spells, right? Yeah. So okay. I, and I just cast Rave Enfeeblement. Okay. So that's gone. Okay. So, so but here 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 here's here's what I, here's what, what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll a one d four. For and then uh, I'll ignore the four. So I'll roll a one d three for first, second, or third level. Okay. Okay. So and uh, then you'll roll. He, to I mean, he, get the spell. He can right. I mean, you could trips too. You could roll one d six because I have exactly six spell. six yeah, prepared spells left. Okay. So you, so you, you just roll one d six. One d six. Yeah. Two. Uh. Okay. You get bless. Okay. All right. That's the best thing that could have happened. I literally, <laughs> that is genuinely, every, the best thing that could every happened. other spell would have been fantastic for it. <laughs> we, uh, so, <sighs> cinematically, he shoots a ray, and the ray, all as it hits her, the, a flame goes back up the ray of enfeeblement, and Adelar just feels like feels like drained for a second, as as the flame almost took something from him. Yeah. This creature is unlike unlike anything I've ever fought. As you just like you just you see like there's burn marks on his chest where like the spells are lit ripped from his very being. Damn. Gosh. All right. Uh, after Adelar, it is Kezra's turn. So everybody hears from right behind this creature. What sounds like two different spells cast. Oh. Come on, hit him. And then Kezra appears as he attacks with his cinder claw gauntlet charged with electrical energy. <laughs> it also is glowing its white light like its true strike. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Come on! Frit. Uh, I gotta stop screaming, but I don't want to. <laughs> Alright, a natural 14. Nice. That's good. And a natural 2. 14. Okay. I'll take the 14 uh-huh. for 26 against flat-footed. That is a hit. Yes. So only nine damage. Okay, <laughs> it's damage. Wait, was any of that fire damage? No, lightning damage. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. And that's my turn. Okay. Kept with striker in the back. Uh, Benson, your turn. Benson, being out of focus points, cannot heal himself, so he's just gonna swing for the fucking fence. Still hasted though. Uh, that's a definite hit. Uh, at uh, twenty. Wait. Yeah, no, 28. 28, yep. Uh, uh, because Kezra and Benson are on either side of her, she is flat-footed. Yep. Beautiful. So, a little, little bit easier to hit now. Plus my strength. Uh, 13 points of damage. Okay. Second strike. That's a 13 on the die, so that's going to be uh, minus 5, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so 22? 20, 22 does not hit. Damn. Okay. 
Even flat-footed? Even flat-footed. Okay, okay. Now I'm swinging, because I got two attacks, I'm swinging for the fences, hoping to get, like, crazy. Crazy 20. That's a miss. That's a miss. All right. Uh, Oakley, your turn. He is going to whirl around and swing. Come on. 14 on die. Good shit. That is a 28. That'll hit. So that's going to be 3d8. <laughs> That's what I do with a zeal strike. Yeah. That's awesome. 16 plus 3. So 19 points of damage. God damn. Yeah. Nice. Fucking A. And he's on whirl around. Swing again. 12 on a die. That Maybe. is the minus. Uh, sorry, I'm thinking. Just minus 5 to whatever. Well, it's, well, it's, it's an. Elvin Kerbley's agile. Okay. Uh, okay. Finesse. Okay. Oh, so, fin- yeah. So, yeah. so that's a negative four and stuff, I think? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, you, you might still have this. Oh, no. Nope. That's a 22. Nope. That's a miss. And he is going to swing gun. Never know. Me and you both got 20. 20! Yeah! Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what's the total? Uh, the, I mean, the total itself would be minus four again, so a 20... Ah, oh, John, you're pulling my head. <laughs> um, oh god, sorry. Minus eight, alpha fourteen. I'm blanking. Robot. So six. So like twenty-six. Twenty-six. So that that would still beat the AC. AC. Yeah. Okay. So that is a crit. That is Beautiful. a crit. Awesome. Yep. Surprise opening. The crit effect is you gain one action that you can use before the end of your turn to use an attack action against the target. So you get a, a free attack against this thing. Okay, okay. Yep. So, I mean, it gets my negatives on that one. Uh, okay. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. You just get a free hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Double. Roll another 20. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that'd be double damage. Double damage. Huh? Yep. All right. And crit effect. Damn, what a round. And plus one due to forceful. Oh, right. Uh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let me, I actually need to look that up for a minute, because like, I'm thinking about it, because I'm like, uh, what is it? The... Uh, I, I'm confused, I guess, with the crit effect sometimes, because I know you have to be, like, trained to get the... Uh, yeah, you have to be... But there really isn't anything with the curve blade that is, like, you get bleed or something. It's just for I don't remember what, 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 what the curve blade one do you is. Have ac- do you have access to the critical specialization? Mm, I, don't, I don't think he does. He's... No, I would have to take um, Elven... Weapon excellence. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. So. All right. So just do so. Just do your regular damage and then double it. Yeah. So it's just two d eight. Uh, two d eight plus three. So. And you get plus two for forceful, because it's striking, right? Yes. You get one extra damage per damage die. So ah. So it was a plus two to that. So yeah. 12, mm-hmm. 15. 15 plus the strength modifier, so double that. So that'd be 30 points of damage. Yes. 30 points oh of damage. Gosh. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Holy shit. Uh, okay. Well, I was a pal. <laughs> <laughs> then you get that extra attack action. Oh, yeah. Buy his watch. Yeah. Roll another 20. Yeah. Roll another 20. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Oh, yeah. You killed oh, yeah, Skull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, it's an 18. Not quite. That's oh. probably not good, though. That's <laughs> uh, uh, no. be another minus 4. So that's no, 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 no. It's, it's just Base. minus 8. Minus 8. You got this. You don't go, but you don't go beyond your third penalty. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So eighteen. So it's a plus, plus six. six. So it's a twenty-four. Then 
That is a miss. Flat-footed? Flat-footed? Flat-footed. Damn. Oh, that's rough. Man. Almost. Yeah. Oh, man. How fucking close. Ah. Jesus. He is trembling and pissed. And Benson has been very fortunate with his damage rolls lately, but that's a fucking hard AC. Oh, yes, that's yes it is. AC. So, she turns to Elk because he just ripped her right open. She is barely hanging on and wants to just unleash a gout of flame on him. Of course. Oh, man. So, make me a reflex save. Wait, I can't, I can't Is, is this help the you. breath weapon? Yes. yes. Okay, I think the way that breath weapons can work, can't he hit, can't uh, she hit both you and Kezer? She is With, not, she's not attempting to do that. She is just trying to oh, light okay, Elk okay. up. Alright, I'll just, just Alrighty. Just Come on, D20, please. Don't fail me now. Ugh. God fucking damn it, man. 18. 18, that is just a regular fail. I will take a regular and fail. And I can't, I can't do any action to retributive strike or anything. You take 26 points of fire damage. He will take that and just deal with it. He is fine, actually. So <laughs> that's good. I got. I I actually have a surprising amount of health. So yeah, yeah. But Rangers have fighter each. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> they do. Oh yeah. So I, I'm I'm good. Yeah, good. And he just kind of like takes it and he just kind of looks right back at her and just like just anger is coming up. Avalar, you look, you see her. She looks to be barely holding on after Elk ripped open her side. All right. Uh, Throw a rock at her. Avalar is actually going to step up. uh, And he's going to be like, you took life from others. It's time for me to take yours. And I need you to make a fortitude save. Me. Yep. At that point, Elkis just like turns his head. Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> a twenty-two. Uh, a twenty-two. Let me see. Okay, you fail? you succeed. However, okay. Uh-huh. I get to do uh, half a damage. Uh, okay. All right. He's rolling a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot that's of rolls. What are you doing over there? D4s. <laughs> uh, so you take ten points of necrotic damage Ooh. as I sap the life from you. Come wow. On. Okay. Come on. So, as you go up and you sap the life from her, you see the blood come out of her wounds into your hand and go into your flesh, and she gouts and she does one gout of flame into the air as she dies. <sighs> Yes. You have defeated the hawk spawn of Raturak. <sighs> the spawn of the hawk. That's oh, quite a name. As you look at her features now, they look to be draconic in nature. As if she is some sort of like weird, disgusting fusion of the hawk into a Charaka. And as you see, like this, this literally life force like seeping out from this creature into Adelar. Like you guys have never seen Adelar do anything like that before, and you just see like there's just this look of like intense like fury and like bloodlust in his eyes. And then after the creature falls, he just he looks at Elkwood and he's like, 
awkward. Uh, I'm so sorry. He doesn't even, like, he just starts walking. Because it's like he knew something happened, and he just walks over. And then just kneels next to his companion. Like, just silent. Like, he, he kind of knew. Like, it was just something that hit him, and he was just kind of like... Like, it, it, it was just kind of something deep in him just kind of like shattered a little bit and he's just kind of sitting there so as this is happening Benson looks back and Benson realizes what's happening here but Benson looks at Kezra we have to contain that fucking pillar you did a great job of it at first but it's not permanent we have to figure this out now we need to find out what it is but I, uh, I agree. We should probably destroy this thing. I, I looked at it and I couldn't see. Without the intervention of Adela, I, I would have been fucking useless. Help me destroy this thing. Let's do it. So. How do you want to do it? Because you you knew that it was that it had to see you. You cast the illusion spell, it wasn't able to shoot its eye beams at you. So you know it actually has to see in order to use this. Um your your illusion that lasts what an hour, Kelly? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ooh. Okay. Uh about I think a minute has gone by. But not even that, actually. No, no not really. Yeah. I was to say, Probably. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, 30 the, seconds, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the 30 seconds of combat and, you know, the, another 10, 15 seconds of that conversation. So you, you have a little over nine minutes left. Just what do you guys want to try to do? Can I make a religion roll? I, again, roll 20 with trackpads, man. Good uh, yeah. lord. Uh, yeah. I just want to ask Iomade, is there any way I can destroy this thing? Uh, make a religion check. Yeah, probably not. Ooh, not not terrible. That's a good roll. Wait, what? Oh God, damn it! You opened into a new one. Yeah, I did. <laughs> a new window. Twenty-four. Oh, twenty-four. Um, this looks like your stereotypical altar, actually. Um, desecrating and destroying altars you've probably done that before i have definitely have you (laughs) simply tipping it over destroying it beating it to hell you think that if you bring it to if you break the shit out of it so benson stands up is this a real wall kezra no no Uh, so i think i think kezra could probably make it transparent from just our side oh that's kind of (laughs) cool so benson will step down or lower his shoulder and he will just fucking run at this fucking thing (laughs) just tackles it exactly uh okay you're just gonna tackle it over yes that's i'm I'm trying it okay um see my, my, my issue is that yeah it's gonna see me yeah it's gonna see you once you get in there so and it's a reaction oh man that's fine yeah it's okay okay so you're just gonna you're just gonna charge at it. Yep. If he's blind, uh, you can just okay. keep swinging. Okay. And by the way, as as close as this wall is, it might it might get a shot at me. Even if I'm blind, I'm still flying at this thing. Yeah. Gotcha. It's less than five feet. Right. That's true. Uh, make me an athletics check. Where's athletics? 
Should we have the fate? Yeah, first skill, I yeah. think. No, it's acrobatics. Skills. Third down. Third down. Plus 11. Uh, 23. 23. You sort of just smack into it, uh, and it barely moves, but you do not knock it over. <sighs> okay. Uh, I see the by the picture, it's made of primarily wood. It is made of primarily wood. Can we just burn it? You can try. Like, can I roll crafting to see if it burning I, it would I mean, be effective? It looks like wood. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it could be petrified. Yeah, I guess knowing that, Adelaris just going to send him out a flame and light it up. Produce flame on it. Doesn't do a goddamn thing. Yep. The hawk. Yep. <laughs> Funny how that works. Can you roll Arcana on this thing? I failed at mine. So uh, I can't you do mean it religion, again. I think? Arcana. I believe, I'm gonna it was run Arca- into I believe it you made me roll Arcana. I'm on, going right? to run into it again. Hold on, it's going to try to do an I beam on you as you you ran in. Go ahead. Uh, Let's see. Uh, 37 to I beam you. That hits. Alright. Is that a crit? It is. Okay. But I, like we talked about, I still hit it. You you still did. Uh, So (laughs) make me the fortitude save first. Okay. I just want to. I, I want to let Mark know what I rolled oh, okay. for the strength that's, that's check. That's a good roll. Uh, for fortitude, uh-huh. uh, twenty-three. Uh, twenty-three. Oh. So that's would be a regular failure, but because it was a crit, is a critical failure, which means you are blinded for twenty-four hours. Oh. Okay. Um, you Mark, still hit it, correct? Yeah. Tell. Why don't you let them know what I rolled? That was a nineteen on die. It was a nineteen on the die. Uh huh. For for with your total athletics, athletics yeah. uh, thirty two. Thirty two. It was a DC twenty six to push the wow. pillar over. Damn. As you tackle this thing and just shove it over, eventually the uh, fire glowing from it just goes away. You have successfully destroyed. I would scream, but it's too loud, so I won't scream. But you can just imagine Benson just. Throwing all of his hatred and just anger at this fucking thing. It blinds him, but he doesn't even fucking care. You can't stop me. Mm. He's a shout out, Adler. Adler. <laughs> I'm blind. I'm blind. <laughs> so Benson is now lying in the ruins of this fucking pillar. Yeah, it is. It crumbled <laughs> over and destroyed. I can't, I can't. I can't see, but I did it tonight. You felt it. Kezra walks up to him, and he's just like, You know, we could have taken some more time to deal with this more carefully. (laughs) But I did it. Benson, I'm uh, beginning to wonder if I can trust you to keep your emotions in check on this mission. Things are getting dangerous, and you are not the stable one that I met you back in Breach Hill. Can I trust you? You're beginning to worry me. Benson will just sit up. Again, he can't see. I'm over, I'm over here. said, <laughs> <laughs> so did you trust me to fight that thing? Did you trust me to do what I could to fell this thing? Truthfully, no. You did what you needed to do. But... Your behavior is beginning to concern me, and my well-being 
is very much linked to yours. I cannot be traipsing around this sweaty-ass jungle filled with dragon, draconic monstrosities wording that the, let's say, damage-taking leader of the party is not all that trustworthy. You trust me where you want to trust me, and I'm worthy of your trust. Have I failed in any way? And again, Bats is looking at the ground. He can't see shit. And he, he kind of knows why, but it's like... Like, you're fine, but just know that you need to keep yourself in check if we're going to make it out of this alive. <laughs> Enjoy your day of darkness as he walks away. I feel like <laughs> they, they don't know it's a day, but... <laughs> it's nighttime now. <laughs> Well, it, like, it gets really dark about I feel day. like <laughs> I feel like the second Kezra starts walking away, even though Benson can't see, but like Kezra walks away a bit, and it's only because Benson's been thinking. And he just he's like I am only what I have to give. I gave it. I don't give a shit about you. I'm only what I have to give. And I gave it, Kesra. Did you give it? Benson looks to be monologuing. Yeah. In the, in the, in the middle of the clearing. <laughs> <laughs> At the same away. time, it's like, John knows that Kesra was the most important fucking person in that fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely putting that illusionary wall up. Just yeah. saved everyone. Yeah. Yeah, when he did that, I was kind of like, oh, oh, wait, how could it do eye beams? Nope, the can't. Dra- the dragon pillar sees a... Uh-oh. <laughs> but all all That's Benson insane, all Benson knows how to do is just throw himself at every problem until it goes away or he destroys it. I'll say that's insane though. Like every turn, like yeah, I-beams. it's a fucking I-beams. insane I-beams. pillar. I beams like routine one action. <laughs> it doesn't do any damage, but it'll blind you. Like I'm just trying to think of other people like that are just doing straight like fighters or barbarians or something going into this and just completely getting annihilated by something well you guys have successfully destroyed and disabled this pillar good benson is blind Blind. for not that you know but 24 hours yeah so until midday tomorrow he is uh gonna be very hard to pull through the jungle yeah what what do you guys want to do adelar can you do anything about his eyes Tomorrow, after my preparations, I should be able to restore his sight, so that won't be a problem. And, but uh, I don't think he should keep watch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I feel God. like even Benton's like, no shit, really? <laughs> Benton, what do you see? Ah, oh, no, that's right. Oh, it's all black, so it's like a normal night for me as a human. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the, the episode of Family Guy where Joe, he's a, he goes to the doctor, and the doctor comes in, and he's like, uh, uh, I, I have terrible news. And Joe's like, what? He's like, 
your legs don't work. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, thank God you knew already. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I knew that. <laughs> well, Catherine's like, well, we might as well set up camp. But first things first. What did this thing have on it? Yes. What? Or any of the belongings in the area. <laughs> what did it have on her? That's a good question. And that's when you're like, Nothing. Uh, let's see. So I think even before Kezra just starts looting around, Adelar kind of shoots him a glance and is like, Kezra, is this really the time to go after treasure? And he kind of motions towards Elkwood. Oh, yeah. I hadn't noticed. Yeah. yeah I'll, this is, I'll, uh, be, I'll be quiet about it. I'm just waiting for Kezra's pep talk here. Uh, well, uh, to be <laughs> just fair, what? what you do find is a uh, rat being smoked over a fire. Ooh, so nothing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Wonderful. Kezra eats the rat. <laughs> Gaming. Tired of finding things that don't... Finding things that don't have anything valuable on them. And, uh, yeah, Kezra's just gonna... He's not gonna get involved with Elk. Yeah. He's, uh... He's just going to keep his distance. And he, he knows his, uh, his presence isn't going to make anyone feel better. Real quick. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really insensitive and, to these situations. In, in, a weird, in a fucked up way, Benson has no idea what the fuck happened to, to Skelt. Uh, yeah, I think, I think knowing that like you don't... like I kind of made mention to Kezra. Kezra knows so Adelar's going to go over to Benson. I guess you're yeah. still sitting in the ground. No, I, I literally... I was about to say, I raised my hand and I'm just like, can somebody... And then he's just reaching out for somebody to help him. Yeah, so Adelar comes over and picks you up. And um, he kind of whispers quietly, um, Benson, in the in our battle, uh, we lost Scott. I couldn't get to him in time. I, I, thought, uh, I thought I could reach him, but I was too late. I, I, me and Elkwood, we don't, we don't see eye to eye many times. I... Uh, I don't. I fear my presence wouldn't be very comforting to him. Perhaps, perhaps you might be able to say something. And before anyone can hear us as we're like walking, I think that's the first time Benson is just like, I, I, I could have saved him. I mean, it, it's like you'll just probably just hear like the yeah. shuffling of dirt. As he just starts digging, like using his blade as like a shovel, and yeah, he's just gonna be silent, like dead silent about all this, and he's just gonna keep digging. Actually, he was just our knife. That's more disposable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, honestly, it would be probably better as a shovel. But uh, <laughs> Elvin Kirby is like ribbon. <laughs> yeah, they, they, and yet it weighs more. Doesn't yeah, it? I know. Doesn't make any sense. Well, uh, yeah, but he starts just digging. Elk just digs. Unless anybody does anything else, Benson is blind. Elkwood yeah. lost his animal companion, and you guys are kind of in a situation. I'd say it takes an hour to dig, uh, to dig a grave big enough for Skult. Oh, he's he, and he knows he's gonna make it deep, so it's like not. I don't know, like, not discoverable by carrion eaters, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, just slowly put his body in and start covering it. 
and just keeps kind of once again it's just he he's just been questionably he's just silent but like and, and no one's been near him but like his eyes are like glowing just a touch like of just this rage underneath and that's the fucked up thing like this is a, a situation that our characters could genuinely bond over this feeling of rage but we can't because benson can't fucking see <laughs> And honestly, I would say Elk would not be appreciative of anything right now. He is not in a good mood. And, like, it, it's just something now he has, like, kind of a, something that he's working with the tenants of his deity in mm-hmm. its own way. And he just wants blood. Like, just unadulterated, just blood. Yeah. And just keeps to himself for a little bit. Uh, it, yeah. goes, it goes into the afternoon. You have put Sculpt in, covered it back up. Where do you guys want to go from here? <sighs> That's such a hard fucking question, Jay. Well, we gotta. I, I mean, don't even know if we down. should go anywhere. Yeah, because you have a blind Benson. Yeah, it, it would be very. You've got a black Benson and you've got a blind Benson. Benson the blind. Uh, yeah. but it would be just a terrible idea to drag him through the jungle <laughs> who thought the Mawangi Expanse would be so deadly but yeah, and it would be a terrible idea yeah, Adelaide's in no mood to travel after, after that combat I don't think are we actually going to take a day and not do anything well we went up uh, once hex I mean that's the thing we're like, technically taking half a day to get here yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and here's the so. thing like if we encounter anything else you're blind Mm-hmm. And I, like almost all my spells are gone. Yeah, like we are wiped for the moment. Yeah, th- this was a vicious combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was for uh, from a small creature too. Yep, that's the thing. Oh my god, damn. Yeah, turns out getting dragon blood in you doesn't make any bigger. <laughs> it just makes yeah. you fight. <laughs> really tough. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he's going to, I guess, try to set up for camp. Okay. See what he does. I don't feel like I can roll that survival. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, keep my ears open. Worked last time. I don't think it's gonna work now. That's a twenty exactly. A natural twenty. Oh, oh perfect. Shit. Wow. For a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a twenty-six. There you go. Cozy. That is more than enough. Kezra uh, spawns a cozy cow. <laughs> I think. I think a twenty is technically a failure, right? Huh? A twenty is a failure, right? Uh, did you get the plus two from the from the gear? Oh, uh, yeah, so, 20, so, 22. so so twenty-two. I get an yeah. actual crit success. You get an actual crit success, yeah, <laughs> just barely. <laughs> uh, yeah, you 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 make very comfortable lodging. You find like a nice spot that's sort of covered by trees. Um, there's not much wind coming through here either. Uh, you find a pretty decent place. Um, so you guys uh, bed down for the night. So I imagine you help Benson take off his armor, yeah. Yeah. lay him down. For his- <laughs> oh, oh shoot! So. Oh, no. I think Adelar would be helping Benson take off his armor. And and anytime there's a rustle in the woods, yeah. there's oh. noise, so Benson cool. just immediately grabs a sword. He looks like a scared fucking child. Yeah. 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 And it, like he has no power anymore. Yeah. But he just wants to be able to do something. Yeah. So that's what's happening. It's like, uh, Benson, it's all right. It's just, just a rustle in the wood. Don't worry. We're, we're keeping a good lookout. 
You're in good hands. I should be... I should be watching. I could cast sleep on you if you're having trouble. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, that's true. You can't you for you can forego to roll a save. Sure. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> he has to accept it. If you though. need if you need some magical help. <laughs> he has to accept it though. So. Mm. I should be watching. I mean, that is uh, that is what our that is what friends are for, right? To keep watch when you cannot. I thought I was doing something right. When I knocked that stupid fucking statue over, was I doing something wrong? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, I think, from what we do know, that a thing is made of evil and is dis, uh, disseminates chaos. So I think, I think you did right by toppling it over. But even, even the right action can have consequence and. Sometimes we're just not strong enough. Adela, I wouldn't say I'm a cautious person, but he was being ridiculously reckless. What if you can't heal his blindness tomorrow? What then? Kezra, have you such little faith in the divine <laughs> providence of Abaddon? We don't know what this thing is. We don't know. You were able to heal it once. What if it was luck? I know Abaddon's strong, but... If you can't heal him tomorrow, then he's just a lead weight that we're dragging through the jungle. Damn, it's like he's trying. And well, I know that he's Abadar and Iomade have sent us here for good reason. I don't think they'd abandon us now in our greatest time of need. Perhaps you are used to deities letting you down, Kezra. But I have never been let down by Abadar. He's right. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> really oh no! Silence broken. Really poking but, at each other today. But he's right. I th decided to throw myself at something I didn't understand. That's what I've always done, and it's always worked out. I feel this like was I... the one thing that I threw myself at that I couldn't. Maybe I was wrong. It seems that this place is really pushing us to the limit. Benson, you can't trust your brute force. I can't even trust my own knowledge. I fear that while I trust in Abadar, I, I don't know if I trust in myself. I'm supposed to be Iomade's chosen, and even I don't know. But if there's anybody touched by a god, I think I've met him. I think it's totally fair that you're chosen by Iomade. Why not? I, I think it's a grand, grand idea, and it's uh, handed down in your family or whatever, but... But we just need to channel that brute strength we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> With the precision and the, and the care that a uh, elk would fire an arrow from his bows. Are we on a, like, a business retreat? 
What you don't understand, you need to synergize. Uh, buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. I have very, very vested interest in returning to Aquafell alive. <laughs> and uh, you being a- blind really gets in the way of that. We are a family here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whatever's ailing you, friend, it needs to stop. <laughs> You guys go on and rest into the night. Benson, you are just struck by just stress. Mm-hmm. You you can't see, and you know, as as a, as someone that relies on sight and light, yeah, it is tough. And there are times that you can almost feel a presence actually standing over you. Doesn't say anything. You 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 heard you heard Kezer earlier as he was taking a watch. He was outside. Yeah. And you know the others are resting as well. And Kezer takes a very loud watch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Grunts and loud farts. <laughs> <laughs> he sneezes like a dad. What? <laughs> <laughs> Complaining about being bored. <laughs> Cuts open yeah. a can of beans real loud. <laughs> Slurping the meat off the rat bones. <laughs> yeah. So you know it's not any of them. But there is a sense of calm. And you feel like a hand on your shoulder and it eases you away as you feel like even in your state you are safe. Yeah. And so eventually you do get some rest. Shift change comes back. Uh, who's taking second watch? Uh, Elkwood, obviously. Elkwood. Play on words. Yeah, I think Adler will probably take second shift too. Always good to do it in pairs. You guys are both sitting there, completely quiet, as I'm sure Elk isn't saying anything. Adler, you're what, praying or just. Listening out, making sure that nothing comes up on you guys in the state that you're in. And you look over, and Elk isn't exactly asleep, but you can tell that he's sort of just like his his eyes are closed. He's still attuned, but you can almost see you know how like an REM, like how the eyes are sort of moving. You can see that he's doing that, and his eye movement is just very fast. It's almost like he's like. There's a lot going on back there. Deep within Elkwood's mind, he was looking back and just remembering everything with Skult, all the years that he had. And he keeps going back and back and back. And before even Skult, and we just hear Elk. Elk! Elkwood! Shouting orc caused the young half-elf to jolt awake, exhausted from staying up all night in pursuit of a couple dissenters of their gang. It was overcast, the gray skies giving way to darker storm clouds on the horizon. If anything, it was a perfect day for training. It had been close to a decade for the half-elf. Staying within the organization from the skin of his teeth, 
continuing to make a meager living doing smaller jobs for Master Grimm. All from leading passerbys into alleyways for a quick mugging, to smuggling contraband through sewers. It was a filthy life, but it gave a roof over his head, and in a way, some respect. Granted, the respect only came in shot bursts. Sorry, Garrick. The duo had been riding all night and most of the morning, stopping only for a break. Currently in Casimir, the trail they were following led right into the forest, a perfect training assignment for a fledgling stalker. The orc was outfitted in studded leather garb while elk in a cheap leather set, complete with throwing knives and a shoddy shortbow. The orc had a longbow at his side. All right, elk. Master Grimms believe it's time to showcase the potential I saw in you. Now are you going to follow my lead? It's simple, and I am what you would call in the business a stalker. I help those that deserve it and bring them back. Is I say this one is a bit easier on your first assignment. We only need one of them alive. Theor continued, clearing his throat as his eyes stayed ahead and scanning the road. <coughs> Three men. Jonah Wheels, human. Jesse Crone, human. And Thurgo Drungle, a halfling. Needless to say, they decided to go off and steal from our family. Oh, what did they steal? Gold? <laughs> I doubt that. No cart was taken. Plus, they were needed to be set up a transport without raising alarms. I'm assuming information. Ah, very good. Information is a huge part of Master Grimm's life. He sees many places, has little eyes planted around not only Absalom, but also around Taldor, Andoran, and Osirian. He will learn that information is worth more than gold. These fools decided to sell that information. Question is, to who? Silence followed for a while, the pair occasionally stopping their horses for the orc to show elk how to follow tracks, take note of the tread, bits of debris that might have fallen from a saddlebag or crumbs from a hastily eaten ration. After several miles of riding and finding nothing, the day almost seemed to be lost. Or, that is what Elk thought. Garrick saw it. Unable to see in the dark, the half-elf was at the mercy of torchlight. But within the tree line, the larger ranger spotted the lead. His, his voice now reduced to a whisper. We'll need to continue afoot in Vanaya. Right side of the road, I see brown fabric and a broken branch leading into the tree line. Could be an animal. Could be them. They have roughly six hours on us, but they are not marathon, marathon men and we didn't sleep last night. I will leave you with a question, as from now on, silence. But which one do we keep alive? A smile spread to the face of the orc, the half-elf smiling in return, emulating his teacher. In truth, it was a good lead. The fabric did belong to one of the three that ran, and it was such a small bit of cloth that no one would have really noticed, but they were dealing with a creature that loved to hunt. The orc moved, moved ahead again, keeping low with his ward in pursuit. Unfamiliar to the forest, it was a new experience for the boy, but for Garak, this was his forte. He moved and stopped, examining a broken stick or a bent branch, Shuffling the two along the maze of trees until finally there was the smell of smoke. A fire. A very small one, but a mistake. The smell became stronger until, was the, until there was a glint of light and soon nothing. 
one of the targets had doused the fire, but it was too late. Garrick indicated to Elk to take point, the dying light of the day just enough for him before mousing. Three, two, one. The longboat let loose an arrow driving right into the neck of one of the humans, while an arrow landed into the side of the other. The smaller humanoid with them shuddered and ran into the tree line. Ilk, get him. For a moment, the half-elf grinned and dashed off into the tree line after the halfling, diving and jumping through the brandle with surprisingly little issue. The dimming light of the sun did not inhibit his ability to search. It was just enough. And then a glint of steel as the halfling cried out and landed onto the ground. Please, let me go. I, I, I know nothing, I swear. Elk approached, eyeing the form and seeing where the blade was lodged, right into the meat of the thigh, luckily avoiding a rather important artery. Sorry, this is the business of it all. You shouldn't have left. Grabbing the uninjured leg of the humanoid, he returned to Garrick with the quarry, dragging him to a now kneeling human. Good job. The words cut through Elkwood, causing him to almost blush a bit as he took to as he took to Garrick's side. The gruff orc looked down at the two. Alright, who's the mastermind of this betrayal? Both wide-eyed yelled the same name as the one who ki- as the one who was killed first. Ah, oh, likely. Now who knows more? The orc began to walk around them. And behind them. To make this simple, whoever gives me more will live. The two then looked at each other and began to shout. Uh, ye- yes, Grognark is selling weapons at the ball. The red capes are causing pirates and the evil wizard called to Nukerba. To Elk, this was nothing. But for Garrick, it almost seemed like he was appraising each word, to which, finally, the human spoke louder. Uh, Terrorist up north, where is interested in getting involved in trade in Absalom and wanted to cut, cut boss men out. The halfling swore and finished. Uh, we, we were simply relaying it for... It was above his pay grade, but Garrick looked at the two and nodded. Thank you. Now, Elk, remember that question I brought up before. The half-elf cocked his head for a moment. Well, I mean, I was thinking the one with the more information... Before the answer was given to him, a spray of blood coating his pants and the large axe of the orc beheaded the human, leaving the halfling staring in, in horror, coated in his former collaborator's blood. A sick, toothy grin now on the face of the orc. Whoever's easiest to smuggle back, of course. Come on, bag him. Looking to the corpse and to the halfling, the half-elf quickly hogtied and gagged the poor dissident, before dragging him to the horses and laying him on the back of Garrick's steed. Moments later, the orc returned with a clean blade before mounting, the half-elf following in suit. Let's head back. The crates near the ferry will hide him. Jera should be working by the time we go. For that moment, for some insane thought crossed his mind. As Elkwood looked out to the tree line where they just were, the voice of Garak disappeared, and just the sound of his own heartbeat flooded into his ears. The setting sun over the tree line never looked so beautiful. And for that moment, he felt a sliver of freedom before feeling the orc's gaze on him, to which he mounted the horse and snapped back to bitter reality, hearing so faintly in the distance a single, lone, how?
I'll see you guys next time.